Oh, we're back. Yeah. Let's go. We're here on the Zoom. Back to the Zoom, boys. Welcome back to Draft Boys, the FPL Draft Podcast. As always, joined by Marley G, Hito, and myself, Whitey. Lads, how are we doing? Pretty good, doing good besides baby. not being in the same room together. I know, I know. A last-minute COVID scare has separated yeah. us. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I had the sniffles literally an hour before the record. Like, nothing all day, and then I was like... Oh yeah, and then as the day went on, and as the hour went on, it was like hitting me hard. And then now I'm blowing my nose. Like I'm really glad I, we didn't get together, so it worked out. We've never been more aware of our bodies, boys. We're just zoned in on it now, aren't we? It's filth. It's filth. <laughs> I, I'm a cesspit with a kid in daycare. I've got no hope. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into it, boys. Um, I want to talk about how teams went. Yeah. I don't want well, to. Maybe you should go first, Whitey, because you actually called the Big Weed Hotline. Oh, yeah, that hotline. Do, 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 do. That's me doing a terrible <laughs> phone impression. <laughs> um, randomly, like, I just brought up my points and it's not showing me who scored the points. Here we go. I've got it. So I got 63 points this week. Pretty happy about that. That's the hotline. That's def- Anything over 60 is worth calling the Big Weed Hotline. Yeah. yeah. Um, they yeah. might put you on hold for a few minutes, but um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You definitely get through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, Pope ten points. Very happy about that. Uh, and Diaz another six points. Clean sheets at City are coming. A diamond does not a diamond dozen. The opposite of a diamond dozen. Yeah, floodgates open. Philly Foden with nine, and yeah, Rodrigo being my one of the best ones. I Big picked hole. him up this week. Fifteen fucking points. Huge yeah. pickup. Huge pickup. And then I guess I should probably mention Watkins as well. Uh, He got me 11 points. So, Mm. yeah, pretty pretty juicy. I think it like a bit of depth there, so that's nice. I will give a special mention to Mitrovic, who decided to really turn around my week and and, uh, miss a penalty. (laughs) Did it just for you, mate. Negative one. I was like, you fucker. (laughs) I left one week. Bring him on the next and get minus points. That's harsh. He was yeah, it gives you minus one over two games. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. Fucking savage. Enough about my team. Uh, how'd you boys go? Uh, yeah, I um, I was all right. I, I really benefited from the city defense. I've got three of them. So Edison, yeah. Cancelo and Walker really helped out my um, 45 point haul. Um, but besides from that, mate, I've just got a James goal and a Mbembo goal. So... I was pretty quiet this week for for, for the uh, four-time champ. Oh, God. All right, Hito, you've got to start talking so I don't have to hear that anymore. <laughs> don't worry, I won't talk for long. 21, that's all I'll say. Oh. <laughs> Who so you had a few players play some minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. 11 people, almost 11 people started. Yeah, and then Saliba and played or Saliba minutes. tried to... He tried to score a goal at the wrong end. So oh, God. It's been a few own goals already, hey? I know. Yeah. Like, surprisingly. Dean scored one this week, Saliba, and there was a couple last week as well. It's been it's been good fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great great stat about the Dean own goal. I think last year he scored an, an own goal in the same fixture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Against, yeah. Against Everton or something. Oh, no, playing for Everton against Villa. Yeah, against yeah. Villa, yeah. That's hilarious. Good. Okay. Yeah, not too bad, boys. Well, um, 
Milo, you're on Snapchat this week, and it was a bit of a special snack, wasn't it? Look, it was going to be special. Oh, no, I was uh, saying, you know, obviously we're not together, but Miles has actually gone and delivered Snapchat to our doors. Yeah, I'm practicing for my Uber Eats uh, career. I, I'm oh, not cool. sure when it's going to get to it, but good <laughs> boys, you know, you never know. Times are tough out there. Yeah, you never know when you'll drive again. But yeah, exactly. I, I dropped off the boys a couple of snacks and drinks, and the drinks a um a Brooklyn Union vodka, lemon, lime, and bitters. I can hear a uh, whitey rustling. Ooh, I love these. Yeah, I've never had one actually. Oh my god, this is so exciting. It's like a little brown paper bag full of goodies. And for the snack, I've bought us some chomps. Dude, so good. Love One of my all-time favorites. Yeah. I uh ooh, yeah, listen to that crack. If someone could do a screenshot, because I've got too many hands holding stuff, and I'll put it up (laughs) on our socials. So when we did a um uh my missus came in and saw the chomp. She thought I was on Snapchat this week. And um, she was like, oh, have you just planned for like to give the boys one little baby chomp each? Like that's so stingy. So funny, man. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell. It tells me what my wife thinks of me. <laughs> I'm uh, like, no, I got three of them from Miles. Yeah, well, we, he saw you after your first bloody... Um... Snapchat week. She yeah. thought, you know, you've got yeah, a record of really letting us down in this season. I know. She's got uh, a low opinion of me. But, mate, they are absolutely delicious. I am going to give you a 9.4 for the drink and I'm going to give you a 10 for the chomp. Oh, let's that's go. You. That's a, that's delivery as well in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's a delivery charge of uh, 0.6 points. Yeah. I don't want to say... A chomp can come in two ways. Sometimes they're like really soft and sometimes they just break off and they're super hard. I like them that soft. Me too. This one's pretty hard, but I'm going to rate chomp on its overall aspect. (laughs) You take so long with your bloody ratings, mate. Ten and uh, (laughs) vodka lemon lime bitters, 8.2. All right. Let's talk some footy. That's a good round. All right. So we're going to keep continuing on with our new format. Um, we're going to pick and talk about roughly five teams. Sometimes we talk about a few more. Uh, basically, we do a feature on those five teams. They're the teams that had some of the most interesting games, some of the most interesting maybe fantasy uh, outlets as well. Um, yeah. And then uh, then we'll go on. We're going to do uh, a little bit of a chat of our hot prospects and prospects. And then, uh, then we'll do a segment called the Chopping Block, which is uh, was previously known as Relegation Nation, but it's uh, come up with a new name. Relegation we'll Nation. A- Relegation Nation does um, not exist. Yeah, which is no longer the name. And now, and then we'll just do some questions from fans, and um, yeah, some top picks. And I think we've got a pretty fun question this week, don't we, Miles? I'm really excited about our. Um our fan question this week. We're going to dedicate it to um, talking about a new fan of ours called Viren. He sent us his uh, his draft from his group, and he's um, he's in a pretty spicy league. Twelve man. Uh, let's let's save it for later. Let's yeah, yeah. It. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, love to hear from the fans. All right, well, let's start at the beginning here. Uh, first one I've got here is Chelsea versus Tottenham. Mm. Man, was that a spicy? Boys. Encounter. 
yeah, how do you boys feel after that? I mean, oh, you go, Whitey. I mean, I enjoyed it because, like, I feel like we haven't had as many fiery football encounters lately. I don't know what it is. If it's COVID or Ooh, something, things have hot. changed. But fucking hell. Like, the sideline was crazy between Tuchel and Conte. I know it's got nothing to do with fantasy, but we can't not talk about it. Yeah. That um that handshake at the end was absolutely insane. It was Did hilarious. Tuchel just being like, look in my eyes when you're shaking my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know. I was watching a pundit today talk about it, and he's like, I kind of respect it. <laughs> like, yeah. You get a last-minute goal like that, like at least you could do is say, good game. That was a good game. Yeah. yeah, the best I best thing I saw from that was he was talking about how like yeah you look in a man's eyes when you shake his hand and then there's like a photo of him shaking Sean Dyche's hand from like last season he's not even looking at him his arms like behind him yeah. <laughs> I'm like you fucking salty bastard but I love it I love the needle I love the I love the fire both are gonna be from the stands or not in the stadium next week um, I know I know that's getting red crazy. cards but but yeah some uh, interesting scorers as well this week. Yeah, yeah so let's... from Koulibaly. Shit. What a yeah. racking volley by him. Yeah. What... He waited perfectly there. One of three attempts off. as well, I think that was. He had three attempts on goal. Yeah, and, and he actually looks like someone that's um, really going to fill those Rudiger shoes that um, have left a massive hole like in Chelsea's defence. And he just kind of seems like he's really up for it. You know, he's really passionate, really emotional when he misses those chances. So I'm actually quite excited to see him going forward in the future. And I would just say as well, like I had a quick chat with Miles earlier in the week about the Chelsea game. And I think in preseason we were like, you know, Hito's very sceptical of Chelsea. We were a bit like, yeah, look, there's a lot going on. And um, I thought defensively I think we were a bit worried. But... Honestly, we played so well. We pressed so high up the pitch, stopped um, Tottenham's counter. Reese James played an amazing game at right centre back. Loftus Cheek filling at right wing back, and he he was incredible. Like seriously, actually looked so good out there. He did, um, yeah. You know, it's obviously not exactly how we might want to play, and yeah, we're still trying to sign a few players. But I, I was a little less doubtful of Chelsea's defense um, after watching that game. And I know it did end up being two, like two goals, but there was a bit going on there. Can we talk about that controversy as well? Yeah. I mean, what with, with Lofty? Well, I'm, I mean, no, no, with Havertz going like, you know, and then the Havertz, well, first of all, was that a foul on Havertz? Before Tottenham's first goal, yeah. Like, I feel like he did touch the ball, like, but it was such such a minute touch and and then it was just all body after that. And I don't want to be a salty, salty Chelsea fan, but I feel like if, you know, that happens to United or Liverpool, like, that gets called so much more often. And I just feel like, you know, with Chelsea, they let a lot of things go by, especially with those two refs. Anthony Taylor is like known to make really, really bad calls in Chelsea games. Mm. So that was really disappointing. But I think that Chelsea, like as a team, they have to, they have to like be in the moment a bit, bit more. And I think that they let that goal kind of slide in. Jorginho fucked that up too. Yeah. yeah he tried to pass it out. 
And the other, I mean, just quickly before we move on, mm. if you drag someone down by their hair, is it a red card? Look, that's apparently that's, not. That's dude. a VAR thing, and like that was again, a fucking red card, man. How did they? Yeah, not that was ridiculous. Pull that back? I watched, I mean, um, you know, I was watching the some of the review and all that, and they, you know, how they get. Is it Chris Foy that comes on? Yeah. Oh yeah, the ex, um, you know, the ex ref, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's a red card. Like, I don't understand what's going on there. I just don't get it. I don't get like, it. He was the view on it was insane. Like, would you? Is he going to be under review for that? Like, because that's violent conduct, basically. Yeah, I don't think he would be the player. From yeah. That. Right. Because not in the rules. But okay. Yeah, I think the ref should be under review for sure. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, so let's talk more fantasy assets here. Um, Reese James as well scoring a goal. Chelsea's defense being the outlets here. Uh, like Reese James is playing his right centre back, and he is up there in that much space. What's going on? Yeah, like, the formation's really like allowing him to do that. So that's maybe yeah, good signs for for assets for sure. Yeah, for people that might have been worried yeah. about James, that was he was going to play as you know a right centre back at times. Like he can still get forward and get opportunities. So, mm. and a nice cool finish from him. Um, but yeah, Very let's cool. talk about Tottenham as well. Yeah, Tottenham's an interesting one because so we got the the, the Kane goal in the ninety fifth, um, but still he wasn't extremely convincing for me and. I know that it is against Chelsea who looked really, really good, but even their other assets, um, you know, like Son, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about him because of the two games that they've played, but I think that they just need a little bit of time because Tottenham are generally slow starters. Yeah. Um, and just with that whole thing of Reese James getting so much space and their defense just being completely wide open, it's just not a typical Conte um, you know, how do, what, how do I put it guys? Like it's, it's not really how he, how he trains his men. So I, mm. I think that they'll, they'll fix that leak quite quickly. Um, I'd agree yeah. with that too. And Chelsea yeah. were all over them and they're a good team. So I think against most teams, those players won't be as, you know, kind of locked up by the man himself, Kante all over the place. Well, dude, he was fucking, he was out pretty early with his hammy. Yeah. It was, all, it was everywhere, though, wasn't he, when he was on, though? Yeah, he yeah. was very good. He was very good. And the other, like, honestly, I shouted him out before, but Reese James made it very difficult for Son to get involved in the game. You know, like, and that's obviously why Tuchel played him there, because he's quick enough to handle Sonny. And, uh, yeah, I think it, he really almost played him out of the game. Exactly. So that's perfect. We should mention the goal scorer, uh, Hoiberg, as well. Um, you know, scored from distance there. Kind of uh, not too bad, not necessarily a fantasy asset there. Um, I would have just said that, like, you know, Tottenham, I think we're a bit out of their league in that game. Like, I think Chelsea had the upper hand. They had possession. I think mm. tactically they outplayed them. And yeah, look, it was a 2 all draw, but there's plenty of stuff that went on. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Nice and fiery. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about a fun one. Brentford. Well, that was a fun one, but this is fun too. Brentford. Oh, this was really fun. I do love it. Do you know what was interesting? I just watched like the replay and um, I knew the score, but I didn't know when the goals came. 
And I was absolutely mind blown that they were all in the first half. I couldn't believe it. When I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I was just expecting it to be like spread across, but oh my God, it was like flashbacks to Liverpool smashing them 5-0. I know, man. And look, it was De Silva straight back in the goals after his nice curling goal last week. Obviously, De Gea should have done better there. Uh, Near post and spills it into his own net. I don't know how he does that. Crazy, Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty shocking from him. I mean, their defending was rubbish for the other goal too, for um, Jensen's goal. Like, oh God! Like, I don't know who it was. Like he just pressed. De Gea him. played it. De Gea played it out to Ericsson, and Ericsson like had the man all over him. Oh, what about like nice. little Jensen's like little turn, like and roll of the ball, Ooh, and then nice. rolls it to his right, and then cuts the ball and shoots left. I was like, oh, fucking so hell, that was spice. That was so spice. That was nice. And then one of our one of our favorites is back in the goals, baby. Yeah, Ben Me, Benny Me, big He's bad a fan of the pod, um, and you know he was obviously trying to get someone some points this week. That was hilarious. Oh, he was just like it just completely overwhelmed Man United's defense with height and strength. Mm. I know, and I goal. I was just gonna say goal, assist, and two bonus. Boom. Yeah, how good is that? Um, Massive. And then I, I don't know if we can leave out um, Marley's boy at the end here. I think we'll let Miles take this. It was so good. I mean, they were up 3-0 and then they were just like, don't forget about Mbombo. <laughs> they did not that forget pass, about him. That pass yeah. from freaking Tony. But Jensen like, too, like to start that counter. Yeah, true, true, true. Incredible, like, Insane. But the Tony pass was clutch. It just perfectly yeah. went there. And I feel like Shaw was like, yeah, I've still got, I've got the gas. I can get there. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And Wembo's like, yeah. oh, got me. He's, he was regretting some of those meat pies over the holiday break, wasn't he? So, yeah, yeah, 100%. We've spoken about the goals. Now let's just talk about Brentford as a team because they've got great run of fixtures. And I think so many of their assets are pickups right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that their their defense is looking really, really good. Not just Ben Me, but you know, you've got like Andre. Like, I think he's just amazing. Um, you know, obviously Jensen. Oh no, so he's he's in mid, isn't he? No, he's yeah. yeah. Jensen's in defense. He's in defense. Um, nice and confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought for a second when I saw the points because I had Jensen in the first week and dropped him. I was like, oh. you've got to be fucking kidding me. And then I realized it was the other year. Jansen. So I was like, Jansen, okay. Jansen, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That would, have been, heart attack. that would have been hilarious because that would have been two players you dropped this week. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, talk about the next one later. But, yeah, so I just think that there's quite a few pickups. And um, they could even that run of fixtures. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm trying to get it up right now. Hang on. Yeah, you got it up? I've got it, yeah. Fulham, Everton, Palace, Leeds, Southampton. Then they hit Arsenal, which is going to be hard, but then Bournemouth, Newcastle, Brighton. I mean, shit. That's insane. That's literally like, you know, nearly like eight fixtures that are absolutely creaming in the the next nine. I know, and they've even, you know, got a bit of backup now with um, Dramsgaard, who, I mean, we're going to bring up now. Uh, sec- a section later about some players that have signed since we last spoke, but 
Uh, he's meant to be quite a good creative player, um, you know, as well. Hopefully, maybe potentially filling that uh, hole that Ericsson left. Mm. I mean, it, yeah. they look to only get stronger. I mean, I'm pretty impressed by them, to be fair. I had my yeah. doubts because Ericsson left, but now I'm starting to go, shit, I want Brentford. Yeah, yeah 100%. Okay. Let's talk about Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. Sweet baby Jesus. Two Sweet weeks in a row. Jesus. <laughs> wow. So I guess we got to just give, him, give the man props. He's he's just been so good preseason. And, you know, he had a bit of a blank in the first game week, but he's come back and he's just proved the owners um, correct. But two goals. He looks two so assists. good. He looks so good. Yeah. Mad draft regret right here. Oh, who, wait, oh. What, was the, what was the decision? I picked Saka instead of him. Oh, shit. Yeah, huge regret there. Yeah, look, I mean, I just had a feeling about him. He's, as long as he stays away from any injuries, God, he works so hard for Arsenal. Like, he gives them so much. He's, like, presses so high up the pitch. He can, like, that is a beautiful finish curled top bin. And then, you know, obviously he was right place, right time, poaching goal for that header at the back post. Yeah, so good. Oh, that first, oh, fucking hell, that was beautiful, the chip. And, I mean, for the, like, remaining, he had, like, another three chances after that, which he couldn't put away for a Hattie. And that was probably us seeing a little bit of that, you know, lack of finishing that Jesus is famous for. But it Mm. does seem like he's getting the opportunities. and, Mm. And, honestly, Arsenal are looking good. Arsenal look really, really good, guys. Um, you know, I, even, you know, Martinelli's going to have a massive season. Um, and I know that Leicester, was it Leicester? Yeah, they yeah. they scored two goals. You know, well, one of them was an own goal. And the other goal, if from memory, it was a bit how you're going. So I think their defense is going to keep so many clean sheets. It was Maddo. Maddo kind of like drilled one. Uh, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't too bad a goal. It was really the Saliba own goal. And I, like, that was a bit of miscommunication. I mean, it, I don't know. I couldn't, could, I can't fault him too much there. I mean, obviously, like, not great, but I wouldn't be freaking out if I owned him. No. And their fixtures are just so amazing that it's just really worth. If I think the only person that might be available would be Saliba, yeah? Yeah, dude. Um, I think he would. I think he would have been picked up a lot by a lot of people last week, yeah. seeing that he started. But yeah, he could still be free, and maybe if he's still free, people might be deterred by their own goal. But he played really well. Besides that, so that might be an easy way in. If uh, there's anyone yeah. out there who listened, I mean, if the people listening to this podcast listened last week, then they probably have him because we shouted out Saliba. That's true. We did. We did. But I just say that Arsenal looks so confident. All of their players look so up for it. I think they're just like, they've got a good unit. There's a lot of positivity this season that I feel like we haven't seen at Arsenal for a long time. Mm. And the last thing I'll say, is it just me or is Arteta looking a bit swole? <laughs> is he looking swole? Well, what do you mean by swole? He's looking like, you know, he's looking pretty, he's looking pretty fit in his little T-shirt on the sideline. I saw, he's been working out. Look, he, 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 he hit the gym. 
he does look like that, but he looks so fucking focused. I've never seen a Spaniard look that focused, mate. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Not since Fernando Torres was eyeing up his contract at Chelsea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, okay, boys, any other players you want to highlight in that fixture there? No, I think we've awesome. covered it, boys. Okay, let's talk about – we'll do a quick one on um, Nottingham Forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Marl, I feel like you, you had a, a bit to say here. I'm, I'm keen to hear it. I watched this game, guys, and I haven't watched a Forest game ever in my life. And obviously it was their first fixture back in the Prem after like 21, 22 years or something. They sung this song pre-game, which gave me like crazy, like Anfield vibes. Like it was like the... Oh, Jesus. The energy. Shots fired. energy and like was just so, so full on. And the game started like just, just, just like the song. Nottingham were just all over West Ham. There was so many half chances created. Um, and I, I feel like it was probably because there was so much pressure on the players that just when they got to that final moment, they didn't actually like, you know, make the, make the attempt a possible chance. So were they but, lacking finishing or was it lacking the final ball? I think lacking the final ball and a few finishes. Um, but look, I think the Awoni is going to have a pretty good year. I do worry a little bit about Johnson because just from this game, it really seemed like he was on the back foot a bit. I don't know if it was because of Awoni's kind of uh, debut game and he was had a lot of energy himself. Um, but that's just what it looked like to me from that from the first glance. Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking about it the other day. What's, is it Dennis uh, that's moved? The, yeah, I, that's a big, uh, yeah, conundrum there to what's happening up front then. Mate, they, Nottingham Forest paid 20 mil for him. Mm. I think, is it Nottingham Forest that spent the most money of any Premier League team this season? I think, I think one, they're third highest. Oh, are they? Oh, okay, maybe it's someone else. I they think Chelsea. Um. But anyway, Nottingham Forest, yeah, they signed Dennis. So he was clutch last year for Watford. Yeah, was, I think he got about 10 goals or so, I think, was last year or so. Yeah, about so that, that makes um, the whole Awoni, Johnson and Dennis battle, like I, I think that they're going to share a lot of minutes and it's hard to tell how um, the manager is going to use them at the moment. So... Look, it's a really tough one for me because I know that Awoni's available in our league because, um, you know, Hito dropped him up last week. <laughs> but, but no, I wasn't. That was that wasn't a dig. But it, it's after this Dennis signing, I don't know you what fuck to up. do. I don't yeah. know what to do. I, and I, also, I, to be honest, I didn't feel too bad when I saw his goal. I didn't. I didn't feel too bad. <laughs> Got a yeah. lucky to, lucky rebound off his leg. It I, was I, lucky. He just he got in a lot of good positions, and it kind of felt like that goal was going to come regardless of like that finish. I'm just curious, like, okay, so Dennis comes in. I mean, if you guys have a third striker out now, are you going shit? That's a proven Premier League scorer coming in. Like, how quickly do you jump on it? Man, I 
I I don't know, but I feel like you've kind of if you've got a third a third spot, you just do it, don't you? I, I mean, for me, like, yeah, I guess it purely depends a little bit on their fixtures. I don't know if you've got them up still, Heat. Um, but yeah, I do, baby. You know, if even if they had a couple of good ones in amongst that, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's me, not horrible. Tasty. It's not horrible. They've got Everton, Spurs, City, Bournemouth, Leeds, Fulham. Not horrible. Four, four decent ones out of six. Yeah. See, I mean, he could get a chance to get running. And, and maybe- you're not signing him if you're not going to fucking play him. So. Well, not for $20 million for a team like them. Like, that's yeah. $20 million is big money. Yeah. yeah. And maybe one thing just to mention to our listeners is maybe it might be worth, if you've got Nottingham assets, just trying to play them when they're at home because last week they didn't play amazing um, away from home, but it really felt like when they were at home, they had a 12th man on the field. Um, so that might be just something to, to watch. That's just the, the vibe that I was getting. Yeah, I like okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, let's move into our leads coverage here. Um, man, first guy we got to talk about is Rodrigo. Shit, man. He had great man in form. Form in preseason was really good, and he's carried it into this season in the Prem. Like, he's looking really good in, um, you know, in behind the striker there. Really, really good. And I'm not sure if it's going to eventuate to anything, but I know that Bamford had a little bit of a niggle that he got taken off for. So that is something to watch because Rodrigo should go up top if that's the case. Yeah, well, I mean, that, yeah, another good spot there. Um, hang on, it's an abductor problem, uh, apparently, for Bamford. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Probably out of the season again. I don't know if he's out for the whole season, though. I think it was, I think it was precautionary. Yeah, I, I haven't seen an update since the day after where the manager said he didn't think it was going to be a huge problem. So I'm waiting for the press conferences later in the week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair good enough. shout. Regardless, Rodrigo for me, he looks the shit. He's he's a pickup. He's a top. He's a he's in form. I mean, and they even Leeds have a good run of fixtures too, don't they? Um, pretty sure. Yeah, Chelsea next week. Chelsea next week, but then they've got Brighton, Everton, Brentford, Forest, Man United. The best of them all. Yeah, I know. And the best thing is, like, I'm on the fantasy site here, looking at you know how they have their color system on the, the yeah. official site. It's like. Uh, obviously Chelsea's a four and then it goes, you know, Brighton is, is green, uh, Everton green, Brentford green, Nottingham Forest green, and then United's red. And I'm like, mm, more of a green. <laughs> yeah, it's green. What's better yeah. than green? <laughs> yeah. um, maybe they're colorblind like you two boys and they just haven't figured out they haven't changed it yet. <laughs> but then maybe, after but- the United fixture, they've got Villa and Palace after that. So yeah. you're kind of factoring that United fixture in as actually being a good one. It's mm. such a good run, man, after Chelsea. And yeah. I feel like, if anything, this is the week to pick up Leeds players because there's going to be so many people might drop players because they're playing Chelsea or um, maybe be holding off mm. um, on potential um, you know, pickups. So yeah. I think if you're going to pull a trigger and especially if you're in anything bit larger than a seven man league or something like that, you've got to pull that trigger now. Yeah, definitely. And you know, they've got two other really good midfielders that I think that we just need to mention in Aronson and Harrison. 
Harrison's been in some attacking returns so far. Aronson is yet to, but he's still claiming the goal from the first game week, which he didn't get credited for. But, you know, I know he's running around the dressing room being like, that's a goal, that's a goal. So um, yeah. I think that they're two to watch as well because um, we know that Harrison... Two assists. Yeah, he's got two assists there. He's sitting in my team. I, I liked him. Um, yeah. I, I thought he had a good preseason. And with this next run of fixtures, fuck, I'm pretty happy to have both Harrison and Rodrigo sitting in my team. Yeah, the season before, you know, that, that original leads that came up, um, we know that how how deadly they can be for FBL assets. So it could yeah. be another good session for them. Can I um, ask one question? Um, there's obviously they spent a bit of money trying to replace Rafinha this year. Um, on And one of the guys that they signed is Sinistera. And he played six minutes, so he came on as a sub last week. But he's been, I think he was injured um, since a bit of preseason. So obviously he's going to take a bit of time to get into the squad. Um, but with those good fixtures, I, I just have a feeling that maybe he could get a bit of a run out. So I think I don't know who drops out of that squad, though. That's, that's probably the big thing. It could be Rodrigo and Aronson comes central. This Sinistera guy goes out wide. So that was that'd be one thing that I would be worried about. Yeah. We'll have to have a I just need a little bit more information, don't we? Yeah, okay. Um, all right, you guys happy that we've covered leads off nicely? Yeah. Perfect. Let's go to our last one here, uh, with Villa. Hito? Yeah, well I think all we need to talk about is really Wadikins. <laughs> Wadikins. Yeah, look, I'm pretty happy with him. Yeah, what two can... assists. Yeah. After no start last week, I was like, oh, God, and Ingsy's up front. I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked this up. Yeah. Interesting that he's, you know, back out wide um, and Ingsy's been worked back into the team. Um, Ingsy Look, obviously scored a goal as well. And it was a nice goal, man. Like, if he's playing like that, I feel like he's going to be playing up front because he's just so clinical. Mm, agree. And then remember, him, remember him in Southampton days? He had a good grade season for them. Dude, he was amazing there. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, Ings could explode. Uh, that's that's one thing that, like, he has that capability. You heard it here first, boys. You heard it here first. <laughs> Ings could I, explode. I honestly, I, I mean, look, he could he could either get injured or he could just go on a crazy run. Where, yeah, like, dude, that's what explode means. He could yeah. explode <laughs> and be injured and explode and get a lot of goals. Um, <laughs> Besides yeah. from that, honestly, the only other person that impressed me was um, Buendia. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. The other midfielders were just not up not up to the standard, I didn't think, guys. No. I think Buendia came on and made a great, um, you know, impact on the game. Yeah, two sub appearances. What's to see if he uh, has earned a spot, hey, for next week? He's mm. playing for it, hey. He's got good competition in Coutinho mm. for kind of his similar spot, but... I'd be. I was looking at that and going, "Shit, he looked good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely one to watch. Okay, boys, let's go on to our uh, our next seg- segment. Segment. Uh, hot hey. prospects in form. Look, why don't you run us through them? We've already kind of covered a couple there. Yeah. So obviously, Rodrigo, Martinelli, and Tony. I think are the pretty much the three biggest informed players in the Premier League at the moment. Um, and yeah. then 
outside Probably of the big dogs, you mean? Like outside of the big dogs, like you know, KDB and you know, Salah have had two you know good games. Um, Jesus and Cancelo, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, cool. I think just we, we didn't actually mention Tony that much, eh? Like in our Brentford chat, he got yeah. he got a double assist, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. double assist, goal and two assists this season. That's definitely one that's looking really good. Mm. Yeah, Milo, sorry, I interrupted you there. What was that? No, and the only other thing, I know it's not a person, but I do want to give a shout-out to Newcastle defence because, you know, we have spoken about how they have shorn up their defence over the last, what, you know, over half a year, you know, like since the new owners have been Mm. there. They do have terrible fixtures for the next three weeks, but maybe that is a good opportunity to still get what's available Um, because I do believe that they're going to be a lot more solid from the back this year. Um, And uh, I'm expecting a big year from Newcastle defenders. Yeah, and I mean, look, if you're picking them up as a fifth pick, you know, I'm looking at their fixtures and, yeah, City, it's a bad one. But, you know, if you're not overly committed to Newcastle, you can bench them for that game. Wall, mm. you'll play them again. Liverpool, obviously, you know, kind of a similar situation. But after that, like, they start getting into a bit more of a sweet spot and they, you know, they've got a good run. Palace, West Ham, Bournemouth, Fulham, Brentford, Man United, yeah. Everton. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's really solid. I thought you were going to say when you got to Liverpool, you know, and you play them again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. Anyway, but yeah, one, one name, we mentioned him last week, Shah. We weren't sure if he was going to, we weren't Shah if he was going to get minutes um, no. this week. But he's backed it up with a clean sheet. Yeah. Fucking good form. 20 points to his name already. Yeah. Props have to go to like Pope though at the back. He was on fire. Five yeah. saves, three bonus. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's really helped. He's really helped there. Is he? Uh, I'm just curious, actually, who the high-scoring high um, goalkeeper is at the moment. It's probably going to be Saar or Henderson, I think. Oh, shit, because they say pens, eh? Yeah. Uh, it's Henderson. They're tied on 17, but Pope's on 16. Yeah, yeah. right. That's so so, close. You know, I think you've got to really, you know, without having saved a penalty, give props to Pope there, you know. I think he's probably going to yeah. turn out to be one of the best keepers this year. He could be, honestly. And you're not okay. just saying that because he's in your team. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, boys. Let's get to the fun stuff. The chopping block. Yeah, let's do it. Shit. Who's on the chopping block this week? What do you reckon, Hate? The chopping block. The first one I've put on there for the list and it's a bit tired, it hurts me a little bit because it's my own player, is Nito. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't really performed in the way that he, um, you know, he, he, he looked, especially pre-season. Um, kind of goes back to that thing that I was saying, guys, about how Neto didn't look as good as Potence without Jimenez. Mm. Um, I know that Potence didn't have a good game this week, but, you know, it's one of those things where Wolves... They don't actually score a lot of goals. So. I know. And they seem like they had a lot of chances this game. Like, mm. Odense and both Wang both got in the exact same position on the left side of the goal, shooting mm. straight at the keeper. 
Um, yeah. Like Ned also had a horrible touch when he got nearly one-on-one, basically rounded the keeper from a mistake there and had the heaviest touch which sent the ball across the face of the goal, yeah, which was absolutely horrendous. And you look at fixtures against Leeds and Fulham and you're like, they're the two fixtures that you'd want those yeah. type of players to hit the ground running. And it's like fucking hell. Like, and speaking yeah. of fixtures, you know, we go, they got Tottenham next week, Newcastle the week after that, who we've just been saying have a great defense. Um, and then, yeah, they've got Bournemouth, Southampton, but then they go straight into Liverpool city and then West yeah. Chelsea. Like it just doesn't, I mean, yeah, maybe I, I think even if you dropped Neto this week, and in two weeks' time, you were like, I'll give him a goal against Bournemouth. Like, I think he'd still be available, especially it if you keep like staying at the bottom of the league. Hit. Yeah, 100%. You heard on that waiver that's, that's, that's the prime part of uh, not being too far ahead yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting first pick at all these little uh, little nuggets. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I like that. Uh, Milo, you got anyone on the chopping block? Look, I've got a little bit of a, like controversial one and I don't know if it's too soon to put him on the block but I just wanted to bring up Mares. You're going he, after my team mate aren't you? Well I mean if you're at the bottom <laughs> of the league your players are probably going to be on the chopping block. <laughs> yeah. So on, it's not on, my fault. Miles you'll be bringing up you'll be bringing up Trent. You'll be bringing up Trent next week. Oh, I could be made after what Liverpool have done. Jeez. Yeah. Miles, it was, wanna... it was the easiest way for me to research. I just went straight to Hito's team. Went, okay, cool. Just fill in a couple <laughs> names, chopping block. We're going to have actually such potent content for chopping block each week because we've got Hito's team to look at. You boys are yeah. just feeling the fire though. It's just like I get to take all of this into my team on the weekend. But look, guys, I want to get back to it because it's it's actually like a strategic mention so i'm saying he's not he's not a drop but i'm saying you know maras is someone like a fine wine you gotta just keep on playing him until something happens and i'm saying when that something happens i think you want to try and get some value off 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 him and just trade him off for someone that's playing you know a regular 90 minutes who's you know just gonna probably score more points throughout the season because city have so many like scoring options now. And I'm really not loving that rotation, especially for draft assets. So, you know, if you don't have KDB or Holland, I'd be kind of worried about the other four. Oh, okay. I don't know. I feel like that's harsh. I feel like I'm going to disagree. Did Mm. you say KDB or Holland? Yeah. I think Foden is going to be probably one of the more nailed on that team. And I yeah. think we're going to be seeing a little bit of Grealish, a little bit of Mares rotation. I mean, you know, uh, Mares, what did he play? Oh, he played 90 minutes this game, hey. So he did, yeah. the, the one that dropped out was um, Grealish and then Mares coming in. So Foden's played both. So the question now is to see, does Foden keep his spot or does it rotate back to Grealish? And then we know Foden's the favoured. And then that, yeah. I think that locks him in. And then those two are the rotation. I'd agree with that too. And, you know, too. and that's going to be played basis, basically on form. So, I mean, I'm a Grealish owner. Hito, you're a Mara's owner. I mean, yeah, I'd be, I'm a little concerned about Grealish, but I think I'm going to hold and wait and see what happens because I do think at some point one of them will become a favourite and you want to have them when they do. Mm. Um, it's kind okay. of to wait and see. 
But there's good fixtures coming up to really determine that, who can produce some goals. Well, dude, I mean, isn't every fixture a good fixture for City? Yeah. True, but they've got some of the easier ones, I'd say. Okay, so uh, I'll take my turn with the chopping block. I'm going to go with uh, Leon Bailey. He got hyped okay. a lot in preseason. I personally don't have him, um, but I look at him and I, I was ex- I wanted him in my team for sure. Like looking at his preseason form, I, you know, it seemed like he was going to, uh, you know, score goals and do what he was brought in to do before he got kind of injured last year. But it just seems to he's just kind of fallen a bit flat at the moment, and uh, mm-hmm. I just feel like you know, with the Villa fixtures and whatnot, I just don't think that you know he's worth keeping around for now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that argument where you can probably drop Bailey, and you know someone like Coutinho, you might have to hold just because he he does have that special spark that that can come out of nowhere but as I said before you know like a Villa midfielders besides from Buendia didn't really do it for me especially last week no agreed agreed well um, I think one last one we'll highlight before we move on Miles uh, so last week we were picking up Gross this week are we dropping Gross that's a drop for me I look I, <laughs> I thought it could be a little bit of a differential of someone that could be you know I pick up and keep his spot. But look, you know, Welbeck, Trossard are probably just better picks than Pascal. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Okay, now I, I, I want to give us as much time as possible in our next section because we've got some fun stuff to talk about. We'll do our fan questions uh, segment. Um, Hito, you, you've got a couple here. Um, do you want to lead us in with uh, maybe two of those and then Miles will finish with... Uh, your fan question? Yeah, sure. I've got a, I've got a couple of um, trade questions, boys. Um, so the first one is Tiago Silva and Bowen for Diaz defender and JWP. Oh, Diaz defender. <sighs> oh man, that's kind of hard, but I do prefer the Tiago Silva Bowen personally. It's Why is more that? exciting to me. It. Uh, and I, I feel like whenever I'm making these decisions, I'm always making them based on who's what sounds sexier. <laughs> Actually, you know what? After saying it, I'm going to go back to Diaz JWP simply for the fact I think City have got so many more clean sheets than Chelsea. And I think that JWP, even though, you know, he's not as explosive as Bowen, he's so consistent. And that's what you need in draft. You need players that you can just play for like 10, 15 weeks, pick up their points. Um, I'm going Diaz JWP. Mm. Fair enough. Hito, are you going to swing us in one direction? Yeah, I'm. Uh, it all hinges on if Bowen can replicate last season, which I don't think he'll do it as much. Um, and even if he goes similar, I think JWP has got some goals in him. So I would think I would go with that too. Ooh, I'm out number cheat. Look, right. it's very hard though, to be honest, because it's it's all taken that risk on on Bowen. So mm, it is it is a risk reward trade, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay, boys. It is. Let's move on to our next one here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we've got another trade one again. So we've got Dallow and Potence for Justin and Barnes. 
<clears throat> this one's obvious for me. Justin Barnes. Well, is Barnes still injured? I don't know much about him at the moment. I... Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm I look, quickly looking him up now. I, I think that he's still got he's a bit still of injured. Um, oh, man. Unknown this is date. a tough one. Unknown return date. Shit. Uh, look, I, I don't want to say the one with Dallow in it because it's fucking United Defence, but <laughs> I think that I have to just because Barnes is... And Justin's not that much better than Dallow. I mean, I the, the, the best thing about it is getting potence and hope that he goes well. And I'd say drop them all, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not all as <laughs> No, 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 no. But Why like, trade I'll, him? I'll, I'll go the yeah. potence option. Yeah, I'd say I want to keep potence as well. Dallow's just like a, you know, just a side piece to Bowden, really. Mm. Most of the... Depends how big your league is, but you could probably trade Dallow off something off the bench for something better. Um, okay, Miles, why don't we go into your uh, fan question? Yeah, so we got hit up by a new fan called Viren, and um, he sent us such a great, a great message. Um, told us a bit about his league. He's in a twelve-man league, and the bottom two at the end of each season get rightfully banished and get replaced by two new recruits. <laughs> Jesus. I hope they like a banishing stick or something. How intense know, like, is that? That, that is, is savage. Should I just wish I had that many. I wish I had that many friends that uh, played yeah. fantasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking. It's a bit of a different type of question. He actually sent me his whole draft order of, you know, like the 12 the 12 teams and I've just sent it to you guys on the chat. And okay. I thought I've highlighted a couple of, you know, interesting pickups in different rounds that I thought that we could just have mm. a bit of a mention and see what you guys thought. And then I thought we could just have a little wrap up of like whose team we kind of are liking and maybe kind of predict uh, maybe the, the, the winner of their league. Maybe if we, if we have time. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Okay, well, give us your highlights, Marlo. So the first round went pretty standard. You know, obviously like Salah, Son, KDB, Kane, Haaland, Trent, Cancelo. And then it went Bruno. So this is my first highlighted one. So (laughs) in the the eighth pick, someone picked up Bruno Fernandes. And afterwards, there's Gabriel Jesus, Robertson, Diaz, Van Dyke, and I'm thinking all of those players are pickups ahead of Bruno, even before, oh, like, even there's after. There's a bit of hindsight there. For me, Bruno still had some, has pull. Mm. And, and I also, those other remember guys. that we didn't know what Ronaldo was doing. Yeah, no. I still had Bruno further down than that. I know you, I disagree with both of you. <laughs> wow. I, I'm like, for me, he was like a third round pickup. Sorry. Whoa, like, that's huge. Yeah. Same. Well, but, yeah, that's fair enough. In our seven-man league, we should reiterate, this is a 12-man league. The yeah. 12 man, but it's still eighth pick, so it's like first pick of the second round for us. Yeah, very All early. Right, what, what's your next highlight, Miles? So the next round actually was really, really standard besides one thing I wanted to mention was maybe ASM in the second round. Whoa. Um, 
you know, so like there's so many options like Tony and Kulaseski and, you know, even like, I mean, hasn't done much this year so far, but like Chile and um, a couple of players, Martinelli went at the end of the fourth for them. What? De- yeah. Like, like Jota. Jota was like the start of the fourth for them. Like, um, so that was pretty interesting. And like even Trippier has gone before any of those names I've just mentioned. Mm. So, That's crazy. So, so they were a couple of interesting ones. Um, and then the next two that I wanted to mention were the two premium keepers. So Allison and Edison. Allison goes at the end of the fifth round. And then Edison stays all the way until the middle of the eighth. Whoa. Oh my God. Dude. Did, did other keepers go before that? That's crazy. Um, I'm looking at it now. Like Anthony Gordon went around the same time as Edison and yeah. Alonzo. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Connor, boys, Connor Gallagher went in the fourth. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. Wow. I saw that. Someone this is really gnarly. took a punt on that. Uh, that's a real big part. And that, and that same guy went ASM in the second. Oh, I'm a bit worried. A bit yeah, worried. He, he's got a few risks to his name. Yeah. He's um, called he, New Team Number Nine, I think, is his oh, team that's, name. That's so. what names are written all over it. He, he's promoted. He's one of he's the a promoted team. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, but other than that, I thought that, you know, the tail end of their draft is pretty standard considering um, they're in a 12-man league. Dude, um, can you imagine the back end of that draft? It would be so slow. I Dude. did notice that Pat, uh, Bamford went middle of the 12th, and I'm thinking that that's really, really late for him as well. Yes. In this situation, I completely agree with that. Like, that's yeah. late. Like, Jimenez went same. Like, Jimenez is going way after like Dwight McNeil in the middle of the eighth round. <laughs> like, yeah. What is that about? Oh, dude, that's crazy. Boys, I reckon we should pick our favorite team just for uh, what was our fan? What was that boy's name again? Sorry, Marlo. So our boy, um, like his te- his oh his real name's Viren, and his Viren. team is I know that he um got first pick is Garam Masala. Okay, Ooh. let's let's go. Let's pick uh, a favorite team, boys. I'm gonna go first and say uh, it's between Red Devil FC and uh, who have Jesus Saka, Zaha, Jota, Harrison, Cresswell. But it's a really nice, solid base. Yeah, um, I like that. they've got a good keeper in uh, Martinez as well. They got eight Nori, who's been talked up. You know, not yeah, it's yeah, pretty I like solid. That. What What was your other one there, Heat? Um, I think my other one was, um, oh, actually, I can't remember. You boys go first. I have to look at. There's a lot of fucking players in this team. I know. I'm struggling here. Just obviously, it's my first look at. I'm trying to get a feel for it, but I'm looking at um, Don Conte and Don Conte. Yeah, that yeah. looks like a great team, actually. Yeah. I, I'm definitely looking at his first three picks and going, I think he had one of the most solid first three. Mm. Um, and even at that stage, getting Ronaldo. like So he went Harland, James, Kulosevsky, Ronaldo. And Gimmerell. Carl Walker later on, Mendy later on. 
he got Rashford. Like, and at the time, Rashford, I would have taken a risk probably around then on him. Mm. But Kyle Walker, Mendy, Sven Botman, like he got Jimenez. Who knows when, if he was mm. into that stage? You know, it's a decent team. Leon Bailey too. Um, I know we were just kind of shit talking him, but it, at the time of draft, he was valued. So, yeah, Ben Rama. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I yeah. don't mind that team. That's a pretty solid one, Milo. What, do you what about like? you? Yeah. What do you like, Milo? I love Don Conte's name as well. That's yeah. Funny. That's very good. That's dope. Yeah. Um, look, I'm gonna say I really like Toronto Scouse's team. Yeah. Oh, okay. KDB. KDB Bowen Tony Havertz Koulibaly. Um, he's got a drop regular, and I don't even know if he's there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it drops away but, after that, but there's. But he's got, you know, he's got Dyer and Ben White. Um, you know, Connor Cody could be okay-ish, mm. but you know, he, I think he needs to do a bit of work. But I really like the first five picks. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that too. Oh, that was fun. Um, yeah. Okay, lads. Well, let's round it up. Um, I think we should move on to our top pickups uh, for this week. Um, now, obviously, this segment, um, it's kind of, it's, the pickups are just like maybe slightly more outsiders, not the known, known names or maybe players that, you know, you might not expect um, to pick up. So we've all come up with three. Um, Milo, do you want to go first? Yeah, so uh, we've already mentioned a couple of them, but, you know, I'm thinking Ben May, he could be available. And so I think that he could be a pickup and I think that he's got as defensive returns as well as possibly attacking. Mm. Um, and I think Dan, yeah, good fixtures. I think Danny Ings, I, don't, I think a lot of people kind of slept on him, especially in shorter leagues. Um, he could be available. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to mention my next pick during um, the, the Nottingham uh, talk that we just did, just to mention him now. I thought Nico Williams played so well and he was crossing in some amazing balls. Um, so if the attackers get on the end of a couple of them and they keep a clean sheet, there can be some double-digit hauls for Nico. And yeah. I, I know you told me to, to pick three, but I never like listened to what you say. I got a little <laughs> sneaky special mention, one to watch, Matoma from Brighton. Who's that? So he's their new signing. He he came on for about a quarter of an hour at the end of last week, and he looked so good. Like really, yeah. Have a look at his um his highlights. I think there's like a little package of, you know, him coming on um in their game, and he looked really spicy. I think once he starts getting you know some some regular starts and minutes, he could be explosive. We know we love that word, so yeah, <laughs> sounds good. All right, not bad, Hito. Are you going to stick to the rules? Go with just yeah, three? I can stick with the rules, and I'm going to follow a similar trend to Marlo. I've got two Brentford players in there. De Silva, um, top pickup now that he's got the second goal, um, and he's proven he's potentially got a starting spot. It's a bit obvious, but I think that's definitely a pickup. Yeah, I think because I pointed it out last week. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> if only you pulled the trigger, mate. Oh. And then I've also thrown in a cheeky one of of Jensen. So the midfielder. Jensen or from, Jensen? I th- I'm going to say Jensen. <laughs> the midfielder. I know it's yeah. only kind of one one game, but he was like all over. And I know it was United as well. 
So it's a bit more of a loose one, but fuck, goal and assist, free bonus. He was everywhere that game. Um, I'd be interested just in the punt on that one. Yeah. Um, and my final one is Bright, uh, Brighton defence, actually. Um, not too fussed on who, like Veltman or Dunk or um, probably those two are probably the most returns now that Cucurella's gone, but just because mm-hmm. of their fixture run, like West Ham, Leeds, Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth, Palace. Ooh. Um, you That's know, actually not bad, eh? And like, honestly, not Dunk, bad. Dunk is that great goal uh, scoring threat to mm. set pieces. Like, he can get in amongst it. Yeah, 100%. And I just, just kind of like that run of fixtures. And we know over time they can be quite solid. So um, I think that's an interesting play for the next couple of weeks. Okay. I'll go through mine quickly and we'll wrap it up. Um, mine are an interesting bunch. Um, so, I mean, I'll start with my most obvious one, Rodrigo. Um, I know we've already mentioned him. He's probably on the fringe of just being one of our top form players, but um, I know in our league, when I grabbed him, there was no contest for me to get him uh, after he scored in his first game week. And I'd say, I, you know, there'd be no doubt that he's going to be um, hot property uh, on this waiver wire. So mm. if, if he didn't get picked up last week. So, yeah, Rodrigo, you know, is in great form and Leeds have good fixtures. So that's a pretty straightforward one. Uh, I want to shout out Nathan Aki. He's, uh, he's, got, he's got two starts. Uh, Laporte is out at least till the 3rd of, of September, um, you know, maybe even longer. And, you know, those city clean sheets, it's just a good clean sheet. <coughs> Bless you. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like that's a fairly solid one, you know, for a couple mm. game weeks, get a couple clean sheets, cash in, and, you know, when Laporte starts phasing in, then ditch him. Maddie cash it. Matty Cash, yeah, cash him in. Um, and then the last one is kind of an outsider, probably early to jump on him, especially with the fact that West Ham aren't performing super well. But Ben Rama, he just looks super spicy, off the woodwork. He had a disallowed goal in that game. Um, you know, Ben Rama, flash people. Yeah. No sex for sex with Ben Rama. Um, <laughs> good one, Heat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, that's definitely an outsider. I might not be this week, but I'm keeping my eye on him. Yeah, and it's a good one to watch. I like it. He he, he actually looked the best player for, for West Ham for me during that game. Yeah, I uh, know. I agree for sure. Uh, boys, I think that wraps us up. Yeah, it does. Um, I had fun. I wish it was in person. It's always better in person, but we made it work. And uh, yeah. next week we'll be back. You. Exactly. And I think we should shout out if anyone's still listening, you know, if you like what you're hearing, give us a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you can. Yeah, five stars are good. Anything lower than that, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But rate it as if you're rating uh, Chomp Chocolates and Lemon Lime Bitters Vodkas. Oh, yeah, exactly. Pretend you're, pretend you're munching on drinking on one of those boys and uh, vote yeah. away. And don't forget to reach out to us on our Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's uh, FPL Draft Boys. Uh, yeah. With a Z. With a Z. That's very important. With oh, the boys. Man. Missed a couple just for people tweeting that FPL Draft Boys. Boys, boys, boys. On that note, boys, boys, boys. We're out. Ciao. Draft Boys.